0: live from the mobile liquor barn studios it's time for the diener show presented by opc pest services on espn 680 1057 and 93.9 the bill now here's drew diener and mark blankenbaker
2: Welcome into the Diener Show here on ESPN 680, 105.7 and 93.9 DeVille. It's Mark Blankenbaker, live from OPC, uh, over here, uh, actually off Baker's. So, uh, yeah, if you're looking for pest control services or anything like that, you know, the the Four Seasons program uh, over here at OPC is, is really the best program. I had it when I lived in St. Matthews. It was awesome. They came out four times a year and treated your stuff, and, uh you didn't have to worry if you were going to get any sort of pest or or anything and if you ever did if there was ever an issue they they came right back out no charge at all so uh it's groundhog day uh so speaking of rodents and things like that that you want to keep uh, away uh you know opc will help you with do that but yeah chase it's groundhog day and dina will be along here in a minute. Uh, but. Uh, do you what do you do here? Do you, are you a big puxitani Phil fan, Chase, or how do you feel about uh the Groundhog?
1: I'm I'm a fan of him if he, you know, doesn't see his shadow and winter is over as quickly as possible. That, well, I that's that's when I'm a fan.
2: But I mean, I don't know I don't know what the what the sun shadow ratio is up there in puxitani Pennsylvania this morning, but I'm rooting for you know the the winter to be over as quickly as possible but i mean if you look at the i was watching jude redfield's forecast just a little bit ago and i mean it looks like we're like we're we're moving into spring already it's like it was 60 degrees yesterday oh yeah and and it was like yeah it was beautiful i took my dog down to the lake he's running around on the beach he's hanging out he's he's uh, limping because he's out of shape it was, it was a mess he's like he's like this is great dad but i hurt myself this yeah. Is- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah 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 so so yeah so uh so here's what happened so uh you know i'm here kevin mills opc and we're just kind of chatting him and i'm like yeah you know deaner's got the equipment right like see, so he's got the equipment and uh so you know, he'll be along because deaner's always along like right at the last minute it was like 702 and he calls me and he
1: goes uh he goes hey
2: I, my alarm didn't go off. I just woke up.
1: Oh gosh, that's gonna <laughs> throw him off. Oh boy, he goes. So he goes. I don't
2: even know what happened. And like, <laughs> Deaner's always awake by like five o'clock. Yeah. So like, he's all he's he's always in at the last possible minute. But he's usually awake before that. That's yeah. the thing of I, which is always perplexing to me. Like I never understand. Like you're awake. <laughs> why are you always late? But this time he's a late. He's gonna be
1: late because he slept in. So yeah you know but and that's just gonna i mean you know how he is he it's gonna be oh. it's gonna be a thing for him i, it's, I, I don't it's know if it's gonna, ever happened to him sure oh gosh chase yes it's happened to drew even
2: though if it happens to me or nick valvato or somebody else that has to operate in the morning it's the end of the world but with deter with it's like oh my god i can't believe this happened <laughs> different uh different uh, reactions there for different people but yeah no i mean it it happens it's one of those things and we're rolling along here uh did you see how the Bellerman game ended last I night i did i did Oh my yeah God. what a well, play oh sports center top two you know yeah so I was I was watching the replay and I was like, oh, please tell me that was a three because they were already in overtime. Yeah, you know. Yeah. and I was like, if that if that forces another OT, you're on the road. You're down there. How many overtimes can you survive on the road? And, and I'm like, please be a three. It's a three. Well, they won. Yes. Yeah. So that was awesome. So congrats to Scotty Davenport and Bell. I mean, they've been through a lot this year with a lot of players out and a lots of, you know, un. Uh, unforeseen things that they really couldn't, you know, plan around. But they've had a tough year. But that that was a great moment last night.
1: Yeah, I think they've I think they've won two. Yeah, they've won two in the past. I think week and a half, maybe just a week. I don't know. Maybe maybe starting to get a a little lull in the schedule where they can pick up some wins. Because right. you know they I mean they needed even like you know maybe this year isn't very much salvageable. But the players that are going to be on the team next year, like they need some kind of pick me up before. You know, going into the off season, give them something to look sure. forward to. You know, well,
2: and they do have. You know, hey, next year you can uh, play for the NSA tournament. You can play for your conference championship and play mm-hmm. into the NCAA tournament for the first time at Bellarmine. And I think Coach Davenport and that program is probably looking forward to going into the transfer portal too and saying you can play in the NSA tournament and not having their guys on the roster get plucked because you can't play in the NSA You know what I mean? So yeah. like, like, the, like, I think that that's really. Gonna help them a lot, and you know they've their their time. And this team here really isn't, um, you know, gonna be involved in that, those types of conversations unless they unless they happen to just win the Atlantic Sun, which is always possible in, you know, the 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 conference tournament uh, thing. But, but we'll see, we'll see what happens. But um, no, that was, it was a great shot last night. Uh, Sports Center top two. Number two play of the night. So, uh what was the, it? Was like a soccer play ended be a number one. And I'm like, come on, guys, college basketball.
1: Like, let's well, let's uh, roll. Hold on now, hold on now. I don't know. I mean, there there's some <laughs> good soccer <laughs> plays yesterday. Now, okay. But, I don't. Chase's I don't even stand up,
2: for soccer. <laughs> I always, always always stand up for soccer. always stand up for soccer. Always. Always.
1: Yeah. Always. I'll be My here. My word. Uh, when's the next World Cup? When does that happen? Oh, 2026 because okay. – so this past World Cup was weird. It's the first one they did in the winter because it was in Qatar. Mm-hmm. And it was if they did it in the summer, physically, they wouldn't have been able to play. It would be so hot. So right, It kind of messed up. So it's kind of like a three-and-a-half-year wait instead of a four-year, which I like. But I, I prefer so we just the World have the, Cup Olympics. the Yeah. We we'll yeah. just have the Olympics. That's what we have. Okay. Well, there's Euro well, Cup and Gold Cup. Like, you know, soccer junkies like me will get interested in the other, other forms, but – yeah. right and, and you know what like like i'll probably watch some of that but really i mean i just
2: like going out to lynn family stadium and uh hanging out with people seeing the city you know and, and watching it doesn't even matter if it's racing or if it's loose city like mm-hmm. i like i just like going out there on a great night like it doesn't matter
1: well the world so, cup is here next next you know that you it's in the u.s so oh uh, really where is, is it all over uh yeah it's it it's spread out it's the, I think the closest one to us might actually be Chicago or Kansas City. I don't know for sure. Okay, they didn't go to cool. Nashville, unfortunately. But.
2: Well, I'm surprised because Nashville gets everything.
1: I know everything. It, they, d- get they, everything.
2: Do. they do everything. They do. So, yeah, so um, tomorrow we're going to have – it's actually a a rare Saturday night game uh, for Mm -hmm. Louisville basketball tomorrow night against Florida State. So 8 o'clock, they'll get started. Uh, We'll have pregame uh, coverage beginning at 6.30 out there from the U.M. Center. Uh, You know, and and we'll see if Louisville can hang. It looked like earlier in the year Florida State would be kind of a, you know, kind of down and maybe one of those teams that Louisville could look at and say, hey – you know, we might be able to beat them. You know, it might be one of those teams. They've been playing much better basketball. Leonard Hamilton's an amazing coach. Uh, he's kind of proven that over time. And he's, you know, he he hit his stride really in, in a major way a couple of years back. And, you know, probably his best team was the COVID year, the COVID interrupted season where we didn't get to see and they were, they were named ACC champions, you know, at the tournament that never was. Uh, but, you know, I mean, you know, Leonard Hamilton's done – he was did an amazing job, obviously, against Chris Mack. Uh, I don't know, did Mack ever – Mack never even beat Leonard Hamilton. So it's uh, – you know, this is one of those uh, thorn-in-the-side programs that Louisville's had. I think, you know, Virginia clearly has been that program uh, for um, our – for Louisville uh, since joining the ACC. But under Mack and since Mack, uh, Florida State has been. I um, mean, even David Padgett, um, you know, was beating uh, Florida State. So, you know, kind of a weird, uh, you know, kind of divide there. And, you know, I don't expect Louisville to beat Florida State tomorrow night. I don't expect them to beat much of anybody, especially when you when you think about how they've been when even fully healthy. But then now – you know, does what's the what's Sky Clark's eligibility, you know, availability, not eligibility, but availability in terms of his what Tyler Johnson. Has he come back? You know, J.J. trainer is not, you know, that Dennis Evans is not this uh, Hersey Miller. Can he you know, he's been getting he's been out of town to getting medical evaluations. What, what's his status? So, you know, yes, they fought hard, you know, earlier in the week, uh, but they got down by a bunch. And can they do that for 40 minutes without a point guard? with really and we don't know their availability of those players we might find out something today uh when Kenny Payne uh talks uh later this afternoon so we'll have to see Chase I, I just I don't think that they're gonna win but uh you know Florida State isn't like they're not world beaters or anything but they are much better than they were to start to start the year
1: I, and I haven't watched a bunch of them but it, it they are I assume just long athletic like they always are you know like the Leonard Hamilton recruits that kind of player. And I don't know if that's, you know, like I think maybe we match up worse against like a Virginia who has suffocating defense where it's like we just can't find any place to get a shot off. And, you know, as you can see, we score 13 13 points and a half. Uh, Maybe, you know, Florida State, maybe the style gives us a little bit of a chance. But like you said, you can't. I mean, you can't go into any game and expect us to win at this point. I mean, it's. No, you're right. Virginia is such a style like, mm-hmm.
2: a, you know, a style and a program and it's principled. They don't break from it. They're well coached in it. It's probably the very worst possible thing for this particular and this era of Louisville basketball, mm-hmm. like this year and last year. Like, we don't play principled. We don't stick to plans. A lot of times we don't know what the plan is. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to go play against something like what Virginia's got out there, even a bad This is, frankly, probably a bad to below average Virginia team for Tony Bennett. They still stick to their principles. They're still well coached. Leonard Hamilton's instilling that into his program now because this is a new team. uh, They're a young team, you know. And and he's, you know, he's having success getting them to play together. And you know, and but it's not as it's not as well, uh, it's not as well um, established as what Virginia has, you know. So you know, I, I suppose. There's a chance that mm-hmm. Louisville and on, on a Saturday night in the Yum Center could rally together, but uh, but I do think you're going to have at le- You're going to need at least one point guard to do it. Like I don't think you're going to oh, go yeah. in there with, with without a point guard and, and beat Florida State. So um, you know this is where we are, and and this is what we'll do. So so it's Groundhog Day. So when when we return, I want you to have some alarm clock thing going on oh, for yeah. Drew. All right, something alarm clocky. <laughs> you know, troll him. Uh, because really when somebody sleeps in, he, he's going to be merciless. Uh, so, uh, he's got to get that back in okay. you know it's kind of how this app has to go so anyway uh we are here at opc where they're hiring you know they're, they're hiring sales guys and techs uh you know so give them a call uh, opc uh pest services is the place to go they're they're a new location the new office is over here on Blankenberger, but they're doing a lot of remote work too guys so uh if you're looking for a new job uh if you're looking to get a new fresh start or something like that or if you need pest services yourself give opc pest control a call and uh they, they've been in business in this town for a long time, Oklahoma Pest Services. And, and they've grown, and, and they've acquired companies, and it's it's really been kind of one of those great local business stories as well uh, here at OPC. So give them a call over there. Uh, Mark Blankenbaker, Drew Diener will actually be here on a Groundhog Day here on ESPN 680, 105.7 and 93.9 The Ville.
1: Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is...
0: Casting live from the Mobile Liquor Barn Studios, you're listening to the Diner Show on ESPN 680, 105.7, and 93.9 the Ville. Now here's Drew Diner and Mark Blankenbaker. All right, that's funny. That's good. Was that your selection, or was that? No, Chase's? I told him I said do something to, to troll him for yeah. not waking up. Oh yeah. So he he picked that on his own. Chase, that is <laughs> that is good work, man. That Appreciate is, uh, it. Appreciate yeah, there's nothing more horrifying than Alexa, what time is it? Good morning, Drew. It's 7.01 a.m., huh? What? Chip, get <laughs> away. LA. <laughs> Sorry, you know, Chip. You know, get on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, Max was there, um, and so that saved about three minutes. Um, saved about two minutes to, uh, for not shaving. Uh, sure. And, you know, at uh, 7.22, I pull in the parking lot. That's pretty it's good. Best,
2: that's all I can do. That's all I, mean, I can do. I mean, do you maybe get a hovercraft or... Yeah, jetpack Iron Man. Something.
0: Yeah, I can't imagine. Uh, yeah, yeah, how much faster you know life would be with that. But uh, but yeah, so yeah, I um, I said the two words you don't want to say and you hear the alarm, Alexa snooze, oh, no. and then I don't know at which point the snooze became just off stop right something i don't know so if i if i sleep until seven seven oh one
2: you're not seeing me till 8 30 that's true (laughs) yeah based on where you're coming from yeah because traffic even gets a little bit tougher the the later in the morning you go be like gaggle (laughs) so, <laughs> it would be like gaggle or find somebody else. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Or find somebody else.
0: Right. So um, we're over here uh, at, uh, at OPC Pest Services where they are hiring right now, uh, full-time service professionals, the inside-outside sales as well. Um, they've been here you know for a long time, and it's a company that's going to be around for a long time. And, of course, right now as well, the pest control uh, insulation. Most homes give the minimum amount of, of insulation there in the attic, uh, but not the recommended amount. So they can pass inspection, but it doesn't mean it's optimal. So uh, you've had some pest uh, insulation, and um, it'll save you money on your heating and air bills. Adding that insulation will pay for itself. Save about 200 bucks when you visit. No, not about. You will save $200 uh, when you visit opcpest.com and click Home Services. So we're over here. I love, uh, you know, every three or four months, you know, there's a little sign out front, OPC was here. Yeah, uh, eat you, it, bugs. You eat know, it. You know eat the, it.
2: the the ants are not going to infiltrate your uh, your kitchen, and and that's why I signed up for Four Seasons originally when I was living in St. Matthews. First spring that I owned the house, uh-huh. I'm sitting there, and then like all of a sudden I'm like, I'm, I've got like a thousand ant, like a like maybe a million ants this in, the, in a the, the lot kitchen. of them in here, and I was like, all right, we're calling OPC. And so <laughs> once I called them, I never had that problem again. Like it lasted that yeah. day. They showed up. I think the next day and they cleared it out We threw away all the stuff that they gotten into and cause it's gross you know what yeah. i mean they're going after all your food
0: yeah yeah need yeah. up out stuff um so we'll um we'll talk with you over here uh as i i mean it's been a long, long long week i'm still struggling with my you know i'm healthy but i've got this throat thing where it's like um I went to the doctor yesterday, and it says get some antibiotics for it, and knock that out too. More so, antibiotics? Yeah. Okay. Stronger ones this time. Right. You've had a, you've had. I've had a been the worst pneumonia run. And, and and sinus. And I, I'm strokes. so sick of it. I mean, and it's all since COVID. I've been more. I've been more sick in the four years, three years since COVID than the the 10, 15 years prior. Right. I just got to be a correlation. I just blame it all on daycare
2: for me. Like I feel, I feel like every time. We drop our kid off at daycare. It's just it's, germ
0: fest. It's just like, okay, are we getting sick today? It's like Russian roulette. Yeah, like, <laughs>
1: is this yeah.
0: The one? <laughs> but it'll toughen up you. It should toughen up your immune system. It
1: right.
2: should, and and, and really, uh, I I noticed this every time that we come back from summer, like because we'd have the kids all summer, and as soon as they went back to school, those first oh, two yeah. weeks, it's like we're all getting sick because Get they all used to that cycle. Yeah, is, yeah. But
0: uh, that's been, that's been better since they've gotten older and better hygiene washing hands i am just like so that. sick of being sick i mean i'm just yeah. it's not something i'm used i'm used to like once a winter three or four days i maybe lose my voice for you know, have a raspy voice for a week move on right now here i am i had walking pneumonia what the hell is that i didn't even before it was cool you know yeah walking pneumonia before it was cool wait till you get running pneumonia yeah running or breakdancing pneumonia <laughs> that I will not get. <laughs> I will not I will not get breakdancing pneumonia. You going to watch any Groundhog Day movies today? A little Bill And there's only Murray. one?
2: Yeah, but just The yeah. Dead Wire <laughs> was like is there
0: a part 2? You going to watch
2: Imagine how terrible that'd be Bill be Murray. Movie. Bill Murray gets stuck again in Buck's
3: Tommy
0: Yeah. It'd be Insane. a bad one. Oh man, that would be terrible. Yeah, it'd suck. Um no, but it, it is a that is a good movie. I, I, love, I like the movie, and I like the 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 life insurance agent that always tries Ned to Ryerson. Ned Ryerson, and he steps in a puddle. <laughs> I it's love it. I love it. <laughs> so, um, all right, we got um, you know me. I don't listen. him. what did you talk about in the first segment?
2: We talked about um, we congratulated Bellerman on hitting a game yeah. winner in Sports Center's uh, number two player. Oh, was Knight. it number two? Okay, number two. So, oh, that do we have report. the call? Do we have the? Uh... Uh, I would hope we do. I think yeah, we do. I'll should... find
0: it. Yes, if we can find that. That'd so be awesome. we talked
2: about that and then we kind of talked about how Florida State has really owned Louisville uh it's since weird. since Mac. So, so Patino always beat Florida State. Yeah. And then Mac never could and we really haven't since then. I mean, David Paget beat him <coughs> in the ACC tournament. Yeah. And that was his final win. Uh, and then uh, and then we really haven't or I guess it was his final win while we were alive because he won an NIT game, too. While we were alive? While we were alive for the NCAA tournament. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Because we And then we had to beat Virginia to get into. We didn't know it at the time, but we thought it was like, if we beat Virginia, we're in the tournament. If we lose the game, maybe we still are. And then there were all these bid thieves happening during that year. I remember sitting in that bar. We were sitting around watching. It was like, oh, there's another bid. It's not bid, good. There's another bid. Not good. Yeah. <laughs> there it goes. Uh, so, yeah. So we talked about a couple of those things. And then, uh,
0: obviously, the women. One
2: last night, uh,
0: pretty continued excellence. Win. Yeah, continued excellence. I mean, so that's a you know one ranked team down, uh, two um, or three to go, uh, I guess. Right, so. and you have to deal with Syracuse
2: <coughs> up in Syracuse on the next one, and you just beat mm-hmm. them, you know at home uh, by twelve, and you'll see how how we do against them up there. So, but it was a pretty pretty kind of hand ride win against the ranked
0: opponent. Yeah, I mean that's we almost sort of come to expect that. Yeah, you know, I mean it's a little like bit. we, you know, not a little bit. I think we totally do. i oh, can play a number twenty team, i to beat them. And you but know, Monday night's going to be a different deal. Monday night's huge. Uh, Monday night we'll have it for you. Ninety-three nine, the Ville, um, starting at six thirty against what number five? Number five, NC State. NC State. We'll State. see. We'll see what their poll is uh, when they release a new one. But right
2: now, number five. Louisville needs a, frankly, they need a a win like that. You Mm -hmm. know, if they want to host throughout, like if they want to host the first uh, and second round in the NCAA tournament at home, that's the type of game that gets you to host. You know, you you win a game like that, you're hosted. So,
0: or at least you're on your way to hosting. So, that that would be a a massive win for the program if they could get that. So, uh, back for the men, looks like, you know, tomorrow night, uh, if you go by Ken Palm, about a seven point underdog. Um, Then Syracuse next Wednesday, about a 12 point underdog. The next Saturday, fifty-fifty game against Georgia Tech. Whoa! They just beat Carolina the other night. So. Yeah, they did. So I'll be—I'm going to the game tomorrow night. So
2: uh, 8 o'clock game, you know. Where are you going to dinner beforehand? I don't, I don't think Minus so. Minus meats th- and cheeses. I think we'll probably uh, get L into the bath and then leave. So I'll probably be showing up like a right around tip. Okay. Maybe maybe I'll maybe I'll hit like uh, hell or high water or something on the way out.
0: Yeah. A little, little speakeasy, little late night speakeasy on the May, way out. Maybe Lowe's, uh, if we have time, bed, bath, and beyond. Maybe bed, bath, maybe the Poo will be open. <laughs> maybe we can go <laughs> That's by the, cigars with the poodle. When we went, uh, when I was in Lawrence, what day that was, Tuesday, uh, after the game, you know, I told you we were going, we went to this college bar, and it turned out to be an entirely college bar because we. I walk, when we walked in. I was like, when I said, you know, looks like we thought it was Parents' Week and we're not here, but we were really going like Bed Bath and Beyond. Don't know if I'll have time. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what we looked
2: like. It's one of the. Yeah. Uh, it's one of the all-time great it scenes in movies. It and, really is, and you guys fit that perfectly. I'm sure going there as you know, guys in your fifties. Yeah. Everybody's in their 50s, right? So everybody's yeah. up there chilling out. Hey, guys, Everybody. what's going on? Here's <laughs> <Then laughs> he this very single, disease-free gentleman right here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what a great movie. Yeah, it's just like the modern-day Animal House. It's so good. And, and a lot of those movies from that era you can't make now. You can't make them. Well, and a funny, it, the other funny thing that's gone on in, in, in Kansas City, we know some people there that have started a, a – they call it a speakeasy. It's really just like a – it's almost like the Bonnie Castle Club, except you don't know that it's there. There's no sign oh. out front right. saying it's like the Bonnie Castle Club. Right. So it's, it's, it's like the Bladds, or not the Blad Squirrel, but the, uh, the place that Nick works. No, no, it's it's more like money because 'cause you've got to be able to get in. Oh, okay. Not I mean there's only like thirty members, thirty five. Oh, is mem- that it? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's more membership based. Okay. Oh, it's totally membership based. I didn't based. know that. Yeah. Okay. And it's um and again it's like a hidden I mean, you would think it was a closed up, you know, pawn shop or something gotcha. out front, but when you go inside it's unbelievable. You wouldn't yeah, no. I, I love those like little You you would places. love it. You would love it. And um uh, where's what's I going with that because we because we I was like oh you got to start a fraternity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with, with dues and everything. It's yeah. kind of like uh if the poon took on a few members. Yeah. And you know there's Several athletes in Kansas City's name you would know uh, on, oh, the, sure. on the lockers in there. I guarantee it. One of them's playing Sunday. One of them's going to play well, Sunday. Well, Week from Sunday. That's yeah. awesome. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah, no, I need stuff. But, again, that's my, um, that's my week. Okay, so um, we have breaking news on Punxsutawney Phil there. Um, oh, did it, it happen? It sounds like Chase. So we'd, like, we'd like to go to our groundhog uh, correspondent, um, Chase So,
1: Yeah, uh, early spring. Thank God. Early
0: spring!
1: We did All right. It. Yes. So, so he didn't see his shadow. He did, he did not see his shadow. How do they determine
0: that?
2: I mean, I guess does he go back into his hole or does he stay out? Yeah. Yeah. I don't is know. That is that how they know? Uh, because listen, it already looks like an early spring. I was watching the Juve Redfield forecast this morning. Oh. And it, you know, we were in the 60s yesterday. True. Did you sun yesterday? Hell yeah, dude. You got out in the sun. Hell yeah, set in that parking or that driveway. You yeah. set in the driveway and sun. Uh driveway season. Driveway season. But now we're gonna be in the fifties and maybe flirting with the sixties for like a lot of the coming yeah. days, like the next seven days. So thank you, Puxatani Phil, for not I love
0: seeing a shadow. Adam Schefter tweeted. <laughs> Puxatani Phil did not see a shadow today, which means he's predicting an early spring. Like Phil I mean, Adam Schefter.
2: Let's go. <laughs> Puxatani Phil, and then and then Peter's trying to get rid of Puxatani Phil. What oh, well, groundhog? What groundhog is try has it better than Puxatani Phil? Yeah, I want to know.
0: Yeah, I'm sure he's miserable.
2: He's terrible. He's got all the wood he can chuck. He's got all the things
0: he can do. He's got his <laughs> nice little cozy den. All the people oh. adoring him. It's Friday. We gotta get Ethan Moore, right? I mean, I'm all, I'm all screwed up on yeah, uh, on Ethan Moore. on time. So we'll have to get uh, we'll get him. Um, is. oh oh we do have the bell- chase is on it man so chase all it's him. probably calling Ethan right now it's gonna be tough to play the sound yeah He's I, I can play it real quick okay no, yeah, let's, let's play the sound chase yeah. let's play let's play the sound it was a
2: long one across court Suter's got it for them long get three, it. three. Get, get it it, it is seven tenths of a second it's to go going. they throw it in play desperation oh yes win yes it. Ben Johnson with his biggest shot of the year <laughs> look at his father over there. 16 for the sophomore from Lexington Catholic, and the Knights win a game that they should have won and then should have lost. <laughs>
0: wow, that's a great way to say it. You got a lot of color commentary over the play-by-play, but it was you got the picture. <laughs> You're very snooty about him being I, excited. Well, very snooty. Get in, get it. Like let, let let's let the, this is a play-by-play guy's moment. That's his moment. right? So there's a play-by-play, and then there's the analysis part. Yeah, but yeah. let you know, let the play-by-play guy have his moment. When does the color guy get to have his moment? As soon as the play-by-play guy is done describing it, what happened? <laughs> Supposed to add color, not clutter, not you know, clutter, yeah. color, not but, clutter. But look, I understand it's been that kind of year. They. You know, they, they needed that, and I understand when you travel with the team and get emotionally invested with the team, I get it. Believe me, I get it. Even if you do Lap, Dave it. Lap, you know, it's fine. <laughs> you know. No, they, that was a big moment for Bellerman. They
2: have had one of those years that you're just like, yep. really? Oh, really? Another, another thing? Another? Yeah. Golly. And so, yeah, but, you know, Scott Davenport's got enough
0: deposits in the bank. Yes. You yeah, can ride out a season like that. Yes, he does. So does Ethan Moore, by God. Uh, who, as you said, won the weekend last week. Yes, you did. You did, Ethan. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. So, I mean, the governor's tweeting about you. Congratulations. What all? Uh, what, what all was? Um, was he praising you for besides just being, you know, all around great guy, Ethan Moore?
3: Well, um, you're kind of say that. Um, I was asked to um, speak on behalf of my colleagues from my district. Um, for uh, the governor's proposed budget for uh, mandated teacher raises. And since um, state workers got one in the last budget cycle in 2022, uh, public educators are, are advocating uh, for something similar to that. Uh, public educators were left off of mandated raises uh, out of all the state workers' last budget cycle for some reason. So, um, you know, we're, we're imploring our elected officials um, to To come through for us in this legislative session. So I was asked and honored to do that. And um, I think it went well. And, in in, you know, the governor spoke <laughs> first. I spoke second. And we both cited one of the same statistics in our remarks. So we, we shared a laugh about that. And, you know, hopefully uh, that's that can get the discussion going in Frankfurt before this budget session's his And like everything, both sides can come to an agreement, and, and most of us uh, hopefully will be happy here in the next few weeks. We'll see. Well, I mean, it's it's, it's important. I mean, we, we spend money a lot of
0: times in you know government on just wasted stuff. And I'm sure in, in any big business, any big part of it, there's going to be, you know, probably people who don't deserve it and the people who do, like like, like Ethan. So, I, I don't know, and, and, you know, we just need, I don't know what it's like, Ethan, but I, I assume <clears throat> we, we need male teachers. There's not many, like, you're, you're almost, I wouldn't say a rare breed, but, I mean, what percentages are, are male, I mean, I, I think guys in general need more male teachers, but that's just me.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think uh, this is just a guess, then, from my opinion. I mean, there's more male teachers in high school and middle school. I mean, uh, Mm -hmm. I think there's more female teachers in in the elementary level. But, yeah, and I think part of the issue is, and one of the driving forces for um, these mandatory raises, is that we are not getting people in the traditional collegiate setting that are studying education to become Mm -hmm. teachers. A lot of the teachers... Um, that are coming into the profession or in their forties or fifties and just want to change in profession. So you're not getting, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the twenty year olds that are coming up through the traditional uh, college model. And, and a lot of it, um, the stat that I cited, Kentucky is forty fourth nationally in starting teacher pay. I mean, and that wow. has to that, that has to get better. That it has yeah. to. So if you want to attract and retain quality people. You know, nobody's going to get rich. I mean, obviously, nobody's going to get rich in education. But still, at the same mm-hmm. time, you know, if these other <laughs> state workers are getting something mandated, why not educators? Yeah. Especially when you need more of them. So that's my stance on that.
0: Good for you. Um, with we stand with Ethan. That's right. Oh, and, then, and then your wife's taking pictures with Tony Bennett.
2: You're getting you're behind the the, the people the, the commentators on the ACC network. Like you're 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 everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, you're
3: everywhere. Well, I see. So that was my whole plan. And my whole plan was I wanted to get in Tony's sightline so I could get his attention. So my wife, for her birthday, could get a picture with him. And so it, it, it was perfectly set up. So, you know, I, got, I positioned myself right there. I think they were talking to, to Dunn first. You know, I wanted to throw my L's up a couple times, did that. And, <laughs> and I don't know how many people know this, but they had some Virginia bros that came and sat next to me. Oh. And when I, once, I put, once I threw my L's up, <coughs> one of them put their L's down. And I want to give a shout-out to the UFL tech, um, tech crew on the broadcast that made the dude get up out of the picture after he did uh, that. So, uh,
0: that's, that's great. Uh, Ethan Moore with the here at Little Sports Live. Um, as uh, we roll along uh, with you here this morning, so, I, I don't know. Here we are again. Um, I, let me ask yeah. you this, though. Why don't we ever bring up Tony Bennett's name as somebody to try to go get? It's not like he's not successful. That's a great
3: question. <laughs> I think it's mean, style of play. I mean, yeah. you know, I think people are just, oh, my gosh, it's Virginia. It's pulling teeth, blah, blah, blah. But you know what? They win, and that style of basketball beats losing every game. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't know. That's a great question. I, I think also, and forgive me, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but the coach at Iowa State. All that dude does is win. also uh, T.J. T. J. O., I mean, I've never heard him kind of mention or fans clamoring for him. That's another name that, I was, that I've always kind of scratched my head about that doesn't get enough mention.
0: Yeah, um, <clears throat> I think we're going to you know be keeping an open mind on all this. And, again, now I would just go back to the fact that all the, so much can change over the next five weeks, I guess now, however long it is, till we get to the NCAA tournament. And then within a few days of the NCAA tournament, a shot here or there. I mean, ask Darren Horn at Western Kentucky what one big shot does you know, for you. He gets the, what, South Carolina job off of that, which he's not getting if the dude doesn't hit a right. game-winning three-pointer. So, um, now I, you know, I guess we also don't, as you make this decision, want to be guilty of just – the Billy Gillespie uh, mm. bias, where, boy, he got to the Sweet 16, he's great, and then it was a disaster, at, at least his second year, in Kentucky.
3: Yeah, it's something that, that I really want um, to happen this time around is no single focus, like with Mac, like with Payne and those past coaching searches. I want this to truly be, um, you're going to be vetting candidates, you're going to interview several of them. Obviously, we're probably not going to know, the ins and outs and who all is interested and who all will get interviewed or at least, you know, vetted and checked in on. But yes, this cycle has to have something where there are multiple people out there, there are multiple people talked to before ultimately coming to a decision because we cannot have this laser focus. This this decision, I, I don't know how to put it into words adequately enough, but this decision is beyond crucial for Louisville basketball this offseason to get the right person in here, to be able to be effective in the portal, to be able to be effective to recruit the talent that's on the roster now. How can you blend those two facets together? That is going to be paramount. And then, too, like you said, Drew, if there, if our next coach is in the tournament, we're going to have to be a little bit more patient. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've implored people on LSL and the postgame show, just, just buckle up. Because these next six weeks, the speculation is going to be crazy. All these names you're going to hear, you might be fired up with one of them and then frustrated about another. But at the end of the day, that's just speculation, and we don't know. You know, people, I've heard this. I've Mm -hmm. heard that. Well, we don't know. So, but just buckle up. It should be fun. It's going to be, you know, all the speculation that's going to be running rampant here soon. We just got to grind out these last six weeks. And I still think the Cards will probably get a couple wins. Uh, but I mean, you know, we all we have all known where this is going. If you were objective and paying attention, you knew the red flags, and you know, you knew where this is going sooner rather than later. We just got to, you know, grind this thing out, and then there will be brighter days ahead. Louisville basketball, will be back.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm with you. I think I think it will. It's just it's just tough to sit here through, you know, however long it is in just you know hell. I mean, it's just uh, no man's land. And look, I mean the decision's gotta be made. I mean there's no you just look at the attendance at the Young Center. It's not even the Three people and 27. That, you might have they're trying to float a potential third year is just not living in the world. and there's nothing nasty and mean about it. Like it's it's, it's over. You know, it's it's, it it's just gonna take you know, you gotta play out the string here and and it's just um I mean I think the real question will be, do you announce it prior to the end of the, the year. postseason? Yeah, do you do you announce it? I don't know. It's not really a great way to go in the ACC tournament, but I don't even really think that matters. But I don't know when you announce it, or, or do you just go, "All right, season's over," but you know we're making this move, yada yada.
3: I think I think you do that within 24 hours after um, uh, the ACC tournament loss. Mm-hmm. But the, but the tricky part is, I'm operating under the assumption that I would hope that behind the scenes a negotiated settlement is being drawn up. It's all but agreed to, but I'm not sure, guys. And then you know, I want your all's take on this too. I truly feel, and I could be wrong, but I truly feel that Kenny does not expect a change is coming at the end of the season based on what he said. Maybe, maybe he's just you know playing us all with what he said, how he's acting. You know, year one, um, you know, I was dealt these bad hand. Blah 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 blah. I just feel like he's going to be shocked. When the decision's made, but I'm hopeful that there's a negotiated settlement that's ready to go because, you know, contractually, his buyout doesn't go down to extra two million until, what, March 31st. Well, you can't wait that long to make a change. And so hopefully you can say, hey, you know, we're going to move in a different direction, but it's going to be effective april 1st that way you can still save that two million yeah you know hopefully i don't know if if he he says he loves the university hopefully he'll make do on that and it'll it'll, they'll have a negotiated (coughs) settlement and both parties can leave um you know respectfully and then we can move forward yeah, yeah. I
0: don't know how the you maneuver that, but I'm sure it can be done. Yeah. And, and, and with the lat look, and if he really plays hardball, then just it's we don't need a lawsuit. You know, let's just let's just do this no. and figure out a way to pay for it. You know, and um and move on. So, yeah. But it's um yeah. I, I don't know of the guys on this team. I'm just curious. Who, like, give me the two or three. I'm, I'll pull both of you on this. The most likely to stick around with the new coach. Mm. Who do you think sticks around? You know, or I think um, the
2: most likely to stick around is probably JJ Trainer. Uh, <coughs> JJ probably. Caleb Glenn. Caleb Glenn would yeah. be the I, other. I would. I would hope Curtis Williams I would love to keep yeah. Curtis Williams. And the
0: guys that I'd like to keep, I'd like to keep Curtis Williams for sure. Yeah, I'd like to. If keep we're having a protected NH- N- N- NBA right. expansion draft or college expansion draft, give me the uh, the thir- I mean, four year protection. I'd four. like to
2: see this team just this whole team be coached by somebody else. I
0: actually yeah. don't think it's. No, bad. right. I don't think the right. roster's. Bad. I think it needs direction. Yeah,
3: I mean, really. I think guys, if we had, if we had a coach that um, was was capable at this level, I think. Am I crazy to say that this team could be a ten or eleven seed in the NCAA tournament if we had yeah. if we Why had that? good coaching? Right, I, I, mean, I, I agree. And as
0: long as you don't have like the injury situation that was in the second half the other sure. night, but yes, I, absolutely, it looks that way to me.
3: So I would take <laughs> I would take Curtis Williams. I would take Tyler Johnson, Caleb Glenn, Mike James, um, and you know, with with the with coaching change, I, I would be on board to take Sky Clark. I mean, you know, I mm-hmm. think that uh, maybe he's playing out of position, but I think the new coach would have to get shooters, and the new coach would have to get um, a couple of true point guards. Because once again, if there's any injury bug or going on, you don't have that point guard depth that we that you know we simply haven't had since Kenny Payne's been the head coach. So those are the kind of the areas of need, um, you know, right right away. But I think there's several pieces here. And I didn't say Brandon Holy Hatfield because I do feel that he will move on to the professional ranks. And I know that he and his parents really like Kenny. I could not see him sticking around with the new coach. Um, But, I mean, he's played well this season, too. But I think there's pieces in place for the next coach. And if we had, you know, one of the guys that we were talking about earlier in this segment, I think that this could be a potential tournament team.
2: Right. And that and that point is why yeah. I don't think it matters on player acquisition for Kenny. I think we all kind <clears throat> of see value in some of these players, but we're like, sure. man, yeah. we don't think that you're organizing them or that your coaching staff, you made no changes to the coaching staff. Yeah, you got some good players here, but it's not going in a direction that anybody feels confident in.
3: Yeah. And then in, a, in an offseason where you had to acquire talent for a must-win type of scenario, you spent two scholarships on Karan Davis and Yovanovich. I mean, that does... That and was he's still coming
0: to team. the games. What is going on with this? Karan Davis is still showing up <coughs> to games. He was on the yeah. Jumbotron the other day, although I don't know. He might, yeah. I wouldn't know I, what I, Karan I, yeah. Davis looks like.
3: I saw him, I saw him. yeah, leaving um, during the Virginia game last Saturday. Yeah, As far as I know, I mean, he, then he tweeted something out this week that was like, you know, whenever... The time comes or something. I mean, he probably wants to stick around, but, you know, I don't know with him. But that's the whole thing. Like, you took a flyer on a Juco kid that played against subpar competition, and then you took a guy that people weren't sure if he was even getting a scholarship from Miami when he first committed, and it's like, you needed shooters. You needed yeah. more guards. You needed people that could make an instant impact. And, you know, again, among all the other red flags was the roster construction component. I mean, that's it's just been discombobulated. Again, there's no defensive identity. What are we doing on offense besides driving to the basket trying to draw fouls? That's not been successful in ACC play. But, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, it, it's not mean to say. I open up the postgame shows. Under Kenny Payne, we're 10-43, 3-27. and, 43, 3 and 27 in the ACC 1 in 23 and rode in neutral site games and out of the 43 losses 28 of them have been by double digits gentlemen that alone says it all yeah
0: and and i and i think you know people they, they're like oh i'm not going to go to the games you don't, you don't have to do that like it's right. the decision's been made if you if you go and support the team you're not. It's not an act of condoning what's going on and supporting the record. You're supporting the players and and that. People yeah. can do what they want, but I, but I, I don't. I think we're well past the point of. Well, I'm not going to go to show them. I'm serious. They know. Believe me, they got it.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, so. yeah. And, and you know, if you all want to, if people want to go out there catch one of those last games. I mean, there's a, there's a three game home stretch to end the season. By all means, go out there and do it because uh, better days are ahead.
0: All right, Ethan. We'll uh, we'll talk to you soon, man, and um, hopefully those those raises uh, get get kicked in.
3: <clears throat> well, we'll see what happens, guys. You have a good weekend.
0: All right, Ethan. Ethan Morath is here, Louisville uh, Sports Live. Um, as uh, you will hear him on Wednesday nights, and you'll hear him probably post game tomorrow. I'm not sure if it's him or Taylor who is. Has that duty? Nick Curran will be doing pregame and halftime. Okay, um, with with everybody there, since um, Bob is doing uh, national broadcast. I don't know which one he has. Um, hopefully, it's Kansas Houston. I mean, I mean that's, there's
2: there's a lot to pick from.
0: Where w- where would you go? Which if you could pick one tomorrow uh, to go to, where where would you go?
2: If uh, yeah, the, the Houston Tech uh, Kansas
0: game is in Allen. Yes, yeah, I would go there. I would yeah, go there. I, I having just I d- mean, seen a 22 point blowout, of whatever it was. And seeing how awesome that was, that's probably where I'd choose. It's probably the best game. Although I, at the they're at the Garden tomorrow, right? I know it's at the Garden, but
2: it. But I don't no. think St. John's is really ready to handle this particular UConn team. You know, I mean, St. John's very good, obviously well coached. It's year one of
0: Rick Patino there. It's going to be a four point spread.
2: Really? <laughs> so that, so I, I think UConn. I mean. I would obviously take bet UConn, but that's one of those traps where you you just kind of have to hold your nose and take St. John's.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think you do. Yeah, I think you have to hold your nose. But Duke Carolina is tomorrow as well. But I, I I've know. seen Duke Carolina. You I, have, yeah. I mean, I've seen it in the ACC championship game,
2: uh, which was awesome. Well, but Charlotte. that's not
0: on one of their home courts. I bet yeah. that's pretty cool. It,
2: it was pretty. Well, we saw we saw a couple of Duke Carolinas. We saw Duke Carolina in the Barclays Center with all those yep. celebrities, and then we saw Duke Carolina for the championship in Charlotte. Uh, the year before COVID, right? Uh, it, was aw- it was it was was an awesome environment, both of them. So I've kind of seen that before. I would love to go to Allen
0: Fieldhouse. MSG's always tough to pass up, though. It really MS, is. The the gar- I mean, what is he going to come up with tomorrow? I mean, what kind of <laughs> outfit? What he's going to come up with something? <laughs> I don't know. But Danny
2: Hurley, Hurley has our should have everybody's respect at this mm-hmm. point. Like he is a boss. That team is a killer. What they did in the NCAA tournament last year—they made the the most intriguing NCA tournament. They almost made it boring by just destroying everybody. Yeah. Because there were games everywhere else except for anybody UConn was playing. And it was a,
0: yeah, it was, a, it was a, UConn just was like, yeah, that's cute. You all played to overtime. You all had this epic game. We're just going to go beat this team by 20. I mean, they were sitting there at 19 and 7 on February 11th last year. Yep. And then they didn't lose, and nobody really came close. And they won by 9 18. 9 uh 20 uh, whatever 88 minus 59 is tw- 29, yeah, um 12 then they got actually I forgot they lost in the conference tournament to Marquette yeah and, and Marquette then Marquette was a 2 seed smashed Rick in the first round by 24 yeah. St Mary's by 15 Arkansas by 23 Gonzaga by a million, 28, I guess. <laughs> Final Four in Miami, nice to see you. Beat you by 13. And uh, San Diego State, that's cute you all got here as well, uh, will beat you by 17. They took the fun out of it. Yeah, they took the
2: fun out. And it was a fun tournament. If yeah. you to go back and think about the tournament, it was like all these epic games everywhere except for any game UConn was in because they were just beating the brakes off everybody. So I, yeah. I, they are a scary team. It's hard to say they won't win it, win it again. But this season has been... Widely, I mean, really, really competitive. These thirty-seven unranked teams have beaten teams in the top ten, which is the
0: most of all time. You think Bettino's told us to, is that a team that's dead? Oh yeah, I bet he has. Uh, oh yeah. Well, hey, we are over here uh, at OPC uh, right now. They are hiring full-time uh, service professionals and outside and inside sales. So you join, enjoying a recession-proof business. That is absolutely true uh, for homes and businesses. So sales, all the above, you name it. Go to opcpest.com/slash/careers. I mean, if you own a home, you don't have the Four Seasons package. I don't know what you're doing. I mean, you you got it's part of home ownership. Take care of the home, keep the bugs out, dude. So they'll um, they'll help you do that here. And you, it's like set it and forget it. I'll take Four Seasons package. Okay, boom, well, we'll be here like four times a year. And of course, you see bugs in between. They'll come out, you know, complimentary on top of that. So um, that's um, you are talking about over here at OPC Pest Services. All right, so we have to get into the, the Brad Bohannon, Alabama. Uh hundred thousand oh dollar bet. Did you, did you see the That's, details I read of it. it? I read it. I read Makes it. me sad because I know Brett. He was like third assistant when I was the play by play guy at UK and when they get smashed by about twenty <laughs> runs, we'd go out and get smashed. Yeah. I mean you know. Um <laughs> but how this is ridiculous the way this reads.